Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. Sunday night shows always get a little crazy around here. We record them on a Friday afternoon. And then we kind of just invite our favorite pieces of shit from uh, from all walks of life over here. What, Gary? You're a white trash piece of shit. Eh, you're not wrong. <laughs> now, Danthony and I saw you do stand-up the other night with uh, Uncle Laser. Yeah. You were the host there. You didn't have a shirt on, but you did have that uh, Wrangler's jacket on. Is that Wrangler? No, it's Levi's. It's oh, okay. Levi's. But it's that old Sherpa jacket. I was kind of going for a Jim Morrison vibe. Uh, kind of more broke back. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. rather than Jim Morrison, but whatever. Uh, man. I mean, it, it was uh, it was fun, dude. That was the first time I've ever done stand up. I wasn't lying when I said that on stage. I've I've never been on stage in a comedy capacity like that before. And you just thought, hey, shirtless is the way to go for me. Uh, I actually or was just, it hot? Was it hot no, on stage? No, no, I I fucking forgot my shirt. Oh, proud of you. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. How does that work? <laughs> like how? How? I'm wait. Wait, how far out of the house do you get before you realize you've forgotten? Your well, we were, I was in the car driving. I was like halfway down to, down to Sunset, and, I, was, and uh, I had my ex-girlfriend and this other chick in the back seat, and she's like, Gary, you got to wear a fucking shirt on stage. And I was like, first of all, shut the fuck up. We're not having sex anymore. You can't tell me what to do. Yeah. Second of all, I forgot my shirt. Mm. So what, it's not like I can do anything anyway, you know? Yeah, I mean, I was there, uh, Gare, Gare Bear. Wait, and, did you uh, fuck your ex-girlfriend that night? Yeah, did you have sex with her? That's a yes. No, no, no. no. That's a it's yes. It's a hard yes right there. Anything other than an immediate no is a yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> a couple of key bumps. You were rolling around on stage we without a shirt cocaine. on. And, we did some uh, cocaine. You know. A couple dozen key bumps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gare Bear. And then you, uh, you had sex with your ex-girlfriend. No. That's fine. No. There's, there's only a handful of millions that listen to this show. What's her name? <laughs> Let's give her a shout out today. Uh, should I give you her, her real name or her dancer name? Oh boy, was she actually a she, she goes by her real name? Does she really? Yeah. What is it? I can't do that. She uh, would look fucking at, kill me. She has way too much blackmail on me, dude. Look at yeah. Anthony. He's uh, speaking of blackmails, yeah, we got Black Santa here. Black Santa. You know, what I was thinking about is putting a Herschel Walker jersey on him after oh, Christmas is over. Great. How's that Herschel way, doing? That way, when you ask how Herschel's doing, we can get some fucking feedback. Yeah, we sure can. I think that's a good idea. Have you seen our Blanta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our I've Black been hanging Santa. Out with My him. Blanta. Yeah, it's, we've, we've got a beautiful Blanta here, our Black Santa. Now, here's the shocker about this, is uh, our Blanta only sings in Spanish. Yeah. Oh, well, it's Mexican Spanish, too. Is it's it not, Mexican or Spanish? It's not like high Spanish. Yeah, it's not. Okay. What is that called? Cat- Cat- Catonian. Catonian. Catalonian. Catalonian. Catonian would be Cato. Castilian. Uh, Taco uh, Bellian. Castilian. Taco Bellian. Taco Bellian. <laughs> Taco, yeah, no, I noticed that What about Taco Rebellion? Here? Oh, the Taco Rebellion is that a thing? Great, Bob, it should be. Uh, history. Yeah. Taco it, Rebellion has uh, has any Mexican <laughs> culture revolted against tacos? No, 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 no. <laughs> the Taco Rebellion would be a, a rebellion to secure more tacos. Okay, I, imagine, right? I was okay. thinking it would be like sort of a protest against taco prices. Like the Tea Party wasn't about getting rid of tea; oh, it was yeah. about taxes. Oh, you're right. right? Yeah, and there so, was no party. There you know, you, you know, tax uh, taco. Yeah. No, no taxi taco. Is that well? That's that Italian. Italian. Is that yeah. Italian? Go Mexican. All right, you're gonna blast this taco or what? This taco or what, Holmes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
dude. That's pretty good. Yeah, you're welcome. You're I like welcome. your mustache, dude. You're you kind of got the. It's almost a Mexican mustache. It's a fucking full dick broom. So my <laughs> here's a, this is a true story. My wife loves it, and so she encourages it every year. We do it for Christmas. And we do uh, this live Christmas show, and so she every year she gets amped up for the mustache. See, she uh, secretly hopes that I turn into Sam Elliott later on in life. Okay, long hair. Thick mustache like this, like Fair. that's all she really wants out of life. Like when we're older, so I'm like, isn't he kind right. of a hippie though? He is, and I look, really? I see myself going that route at a at a certain point. Uh, the, do you want to know what route I'm going? Well, uh, yeah, can you guess based on my attire? <laughs> militia, you're going full militia, yeah. dude. You're going to place in West Virginia in the mountains, yep. and you guys are going to kill things. Uh, me, I'm going the opposite. It'll be a very beach lifestyle where uh, I might own a taco joint. And that's kind of it. And I just whites check only, in on that. Though. It's a yes. whites only taco place. Yeah, I don't want any coloreds in there. Yeah. Um, and that, by the way, that's not black people. That's any race. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, any. All of them. Yellows. Uh, you know, uh, I'm very Hunter Biden too. There's no a paint yellow. swatch outside, right? <laughs> sure is. And if you stand next to it, and if you're not blind enough, no tacos for you, right? Yeah. So I'm going beige, Gare Bear. It's uh, if you're beige, you're good enough. But if I see a hint. Of another uh, country in there, you got to get the fuck out of my taco shop. Mm. Well, it must be pretty nice that you guys can think about your futures. Yeah. <laughs> can you not? I've got probably four years left on Earth, man. <laughs> what makes you say that? Well, I had a heart attack last year at 29. Holy shit. Yeah. And, uh, were you uh, in the hospital? No, dude. You know what's insane about this? Uh-uh. You know where Latchkey is? On East 6th? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I had been bendering out for like two months. You know, I was booze, I, drugs, dude. It was out of control. I was doing, I was injecting ketamine. I was doing blow. There I was taking go. pain pills and Adderalls and yeah. drinking. Uh, it, it was like a couple of things happened in a row. I broke up with my my girlfriend. Then my friend uh, Adam Hartle, the original founder of Sunset Strip Comedy Club, he had a heart attack and died. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. And he was like, Iraqi too, which is weird. It, oh, really? His mom or dad? Uh, dad. I think I I don't one remember. of them was Iraqi. I didn't know his family very well. No. I, they actually like sort of uh, halfway out, like kind of did in in uh, in a certain way, sort of asked for me to not be at the funeral. So I don't. I, that's that's whoa, my relationship. whoa whoa whoa. Let's uh, let's. I back, just remember him saying that on there. stage, but this is more interesting. Well, yeah, that this, was. Let's back up the truck here. So why weren't you invited? Because you were the one that kind of pushed him to death. No, this is what happened, dude. So he. He was a great guy. He was a great father. He had kids, uh, and, he t- and he took care of his family, loved his family. He was actually a, really a family man, and I would argue that he might have been the nicest person I ever have met in my life, and I mean that. I really do mean that. Um, but he had a heart condition that he didn't tell anybody about, mm. and, uh, and he, he, was like, he was like one of my best friends. He was sort of like my best friend slash uncle. You know what I mean? And uh, like there were a couple you, you times, guys <laughs> no, he just touched me. But there were a couple times when, like you know, I couldn't pay my child support, and he'd throw me some money and be like, "Here, catch up on your catch up on your uh, your child support." And uh, what, dude? He he never told me. This is my theory. He never told me that he had a heart problem. He had, he wore a heart monitor every day and everything, and he never told me that because he knew I would stop drinking with him because I didn't want him to fucking die. Okay. Yeah, and then we were just out partying all night uh, on a Monday night after Kill Tony. We were drinking until like 6 in the morning, and then the next day, nobody really heard from him, and then I think, I don't really know exactly what happened, but the neighbors in the apartment he was at heard like a commotion and called the ambulance, and they showed up, and he had had a heart attack, 
and it was fucking actually really fucking sad yeah yeah um, but, uh, so with the heart monitor what did you think he was like a big iron man fan or? no he was born that way he was born <laughs> well i didn't i didn't know like what you thought the explanation was for that no he had he was born with a heart condition no he's asking oh, why okay. like but presumptively you didn't know that he was wearing a heart monitor all the time or did you no i did well it was, it's under his shirt you know i mean you uh, just saw that glowing orb. yeah he always kept mm. his shirt on when he fucked me so did he have yeah. <laughs> did he have any uh, tony stark like metal suits at all no no okay not that mm. i knew of interesting um what did you think he was wearing like a big chain like a wrapper or something <laughs> like what's underneath there and you were like oh maybe it's too Nothing, personal don't worry about it yeah yeah but but yeah that's what happened man uh but it's the a reason, rockefeller chain the reason that they did i heard secondhand that that they didn't really want me there or or a couple of other people from austin was because i think his family was just really upset that he was he lived in florida Mm-hmm. and he would come to Austin to do comedy stuff, and um, they were just really upset that he was partying with us in Austin and it ended up killing him, which is, I totally understand. I have no hard feelings at all. Uh, but, um, yeah, that's what happened, man. Yeah. It was crazy. But you didn't know that he was all fucked up. I had no fucking idea. Because he does a bit or did a bit about getting bit by a snake and he's jumping around and shit. That's not the kind of guy you think has a heart problem. Right, exactly, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. And he wasn't supposed <laughs> to be drinking anyways, and I'm the kind of person to get on people's asses Except not my own, apparently. But uh, I would have definitely have said something to him. You know what I'm saying? It's and weird you, you mention that because uh, Delco over there, the engineer, he's been putting these little bottles of ketone IQ up his ass. Yeah. You think that's a problem? A Show him what? one of those bottles. Yeah. What is that? Uh, it's, a, it's a ketone drink, so it gives you energy. It gives it. you energy. It's a nice little shot yeah. of energy there. And he's boofing them? Yeah, he's boofing well, them. Well, right no, 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 no. He's putting the entire bottle up there, not the contents. Oh, but just, I think it's like more like a squirrel saving stuff for the winter. He's holstering yeah. it in his prison yeah. wallet. Yeah, in, yeah, in his yeah, prison yeah. wallet there. Uh, now with you, you had a heart attack afterwards. Yeah, so so like a bunch of bad shit happened. Then I lost custody of my kid in court, and I was just partying way too fucking hard. And uh, I was at Latchkey, and uh, I had I, this had been going on for like, dude, I was partying like this for like two months straight. Uh-huh. And about two weeks before this happened, I started getting this pain in my chest, like it kind of felt like somebody was punching me constantly and i was at latchkey and i had i had one beer literally i'm drinking it like halfway through drinking it, and i started getting all like dizzy and sweaty and feeling like shit and i went out to my truck and i turned my truck on to put the ac on and i just like s- kind of like seized up and passed out and i fucking woke up like an hour later just dripping in sweat felt like shit went back into the bar and had another beer and was hanging out and of all people mike eaton Oh God! Was like he's this close to a heart attack at all times. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So he probably knows the signs. Well, I I had said something to him. I was like, dude, I had this weird thing happen a couple days ago. So I didn't go to the doctor or anything. And Mike was like, dude, you had a fucking heart attack. And I was like, no, I didn't. Dude, that's fucking ridiculous. I'm 29 years old. And he was like, you do more drugs than anybody I've ever met. You definitely had a heart attack. I went to the doctor like a week after that because I started throwing up. Yeah. Like at the same time each day, which that was probably like alcohol withdrawal or something. Because I kind of cold turkeyed it. Went to the, I went to the doctor, and the doctor said I had like a minor drug-induced cardiac event. And I was, I was like, was it a heart attack? And he's like, yeah, sure, call it that. Yeah, I, that's what happens. Um, I did a movie with uh, Eddie Griffin, uh, comedian, yeah, and yeah. same thing happened to him. I think he said he had a heart attack at 35, and I'd never heard of it. Right. I was like, what, wait, I don't, I don't really understand what's going on. He didn't really allude to the fact that, that he was partying, but I, I had been partying with him, so I was like, well, shit, dude, if, if I've been going this hard, I'm sure you've been going hard, right. harder, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, so you probably did. 
what did you do to, to rectify that? Well, you had another beer, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you finish the beer? Yeah. yeah. Well, dude, I ended up drinking like five more beers after that. <laughs> I, I didn't even, I legitimately was so like drugged out and hazed out that I had, I had no fucking idea that, I, that anything was even really wrong. I was like, dude, that sucked. Oh, and man. And just kept going. Yeah. And then, um, I, I ended up getting sober for, for a month or two after that. When I, after my doctor told me that, I was like, holy shit, dude, I'm 29. That's pathetic. Sure. What am I doing? So what yeah. are you doing now to manage? Because you're still doing drugs and drinking and shit. Well, How are you then, managing your, uh, like, your problem? Well, Dan, I'm not. <laughs> like a month ago, I started getting really bad, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, a respiratory depression, mm. repression. Depression. Ah, either one is I fine. I couldn't fucking breathe, man, and I I almost went to the hospital. And I and I I don't think I've I've been to the hospital twice, and both times I was forced to. But it was fucking scary, dude. I was uh, we were working on this documentary with my buddy Nick Cavalier from. He's a director out from Hollywood, mm-hmm. independent guy. He's, mm-hmm. he's kick ass. We're working on this uh, documentary on my buddy's band, Cowboy Diplomacy, and they're a big party band. They're partying all the time, and so I started getting back into it. And, dude, I was sitting on my couch going over notes, and all of a sudden I started having a little problem breathing. Hour or two goes by, it gets worse. It got to the point where I could take, like, 15% of a breath, and I started kind of started freaking out a little bit. And I was like, fuck. So I went to go get my truck. Truck's not starting because my starter's all fucked up. So it, I finally get it started. I book it over to CVS because I know that they have those bronchiodilator inhalers. Yeah. And I ran in there and just busted. I busted one out of the box and just started puffing on it. And, uh, and it scared the shit out of me. So I stopped doing ketamine. And I think that's what it was. I think I was getting like organ failure from ketamine. How much ketamine were you, were you it consuming? Was, it was insane, dude. I, I actually really? don't even know. Dude, I, did a, I fucking split an eight ball with a friend of mine in like a three-hour period of time. Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. That's, yeah, too that's much. way too much. Yeah. It was, it was, I, I'm pretty sure I should be dead. Well, we're happy you're here. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for, for having now. me on the show, guys. Well, uh, here's so here's what happened to us, and, and we should we probably should have told you this before you came on the show. Um, we're trying to have somebody on right before they die. We want the last <laughs> stitch. Now, this has happened to me one time, uh, and and, uh, and it was an awesome one. So do you know? Uh, do you remember the wrestler Rowdy Rowdy Piper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. So I did the last TV interview with with Rowdy Rowdy Piper, and him and I were guests on the show together. Okay. And then he died like four days later. Okay. The TMZ ran it and all that stuff, and it was a really good time. And I loved Rowdy. Uh, and then after that, I was like, well, man, if we had a bunch of guests die, more people would tune in. So we kind of hope that you kick it here. All right, dude. Where's the ketamine, dude? Bust in it about out. an hour. So it's up in that shoe, that Trump shoe up there. Okay. Um, and uh, if you want to grab some, go ahead. You got nasal spray or, or powder no, or you got I, needles? I think it's, uh, what are we doing here? Um, it's just the my powder, ketamine's right? at home. I've got about two grams of powder at my house. Okay. Hey, I will say this, though. I was just wildly irresponsible with it. Uh, but uh, there were times when I was taking it a little bit more responsibly. And I think it actually did help me work through some shit in my head about not being able to see my son so i think there are some therapeutic values to it there are we had a company on the show um who was doing at-home ketamine treatments uh and so we tried it out and you you go through it and it, it is helpful if you do it yeah. in small doses not an entire eight ball in three hours yeah that's next level you know what's shit. even funnier about that is that we actually did that and then uh i helped him move Oh, right afterwards? Yeah, like while we were fucking K-hold, we, we actually- A full we, house full of shit? A three-bedroom house, dude. We actually lost a mattress. We thought, we, which, is, which is funny because we didn't tie it down. We were just like, yeah, man, it'll, it'll be fine. And, uh, and, and 
I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to. My yeah. dad was with us, and he was like, I haven't done this shit in years. I gave him like a little tiny, tiny, tiny bump, and the fucking guy just, he's out. He's passed out in the backseat of my truck. So we had Your the Tetris. Dad. Yeah, my dad's a fucking psycho. He's covered head to toe in tattoos. But we, he was passed out in the back of the truck, and we had the Tetris, like the chairs and all the furniture around him because he wouldn't wake up. Yeah. And then we lost the mattress, and, and we had these people following us. And we thought we were going way too fast and we were going to lose them. But uh-huh. we were going like fucking 38 miles an hour on the highway. It's always the way it is, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. It's always the way it is. I mean, it sounds like your dad's a liability, to be honest. I don't want to talk shit or nothing. But Me neither. And it on, sounds man. like he should have bought you the new mattress because yeah. he kind of fucked that up as well. Yeah, yeah he should have fucking tied it down for us. No, you know what's funny, dude? I don't think uh, prior to that, I don't think my dad had done any drugs probably in like 20 years. Oh, boy. It's good to start back up with fucking ketamine. Ketamine. I'm Jesus the, Christ. No, my, my dad's, uh, he, he's, he's, he's actually a pretty solid dude. He's just fucking nuts. But he doesn't do drugs or anything. Uh, well, you just said he did ketamine in the well, back of a truck. One, so. one time. One yeah, time. one time is, is one good time. enough. Uh, but Bob and I uh, chatted about this a couple weeks ago. We had a guest uh, who missed the show, which is rare. Um, that they, they didn't come and they didn't show up. Uh, it turns out he died right before the show started. So Holy shit. Yeah, it was a comedian. Um, his name was Crip Daddy. He was in a wheelchair. Uh, Bob, if you want to pull up a pic of Crip, Crip like Daddy. Cripple. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, oh, was, oh. Yeah. I was picturing like a black guy in all blue in a wheelchair. That would have been fun too. It, <laughs> yeah. like he got shot up and now he was a comedian. That yeah. would have been awesome too. <laughs> no, the, this Crip stood for a crippled daddy. Right. <laughs> Or a crippled father, handicapped father, he might have I'm not sure by. if he was a dad. Me neither. <laughs> to be honest. Um, Gary doesn't know either. Uh, this is him, I believe. R.I.P., yeah. Yeah, so he told his jokes out of that hole in his throat. So he says, uh, I don't know who's giving him a shout out there, but it says, good night. Flork. Uh, death Crip. You will be missed um, dearly. God yes. took the rest of them home. Yeah. Took the, took the rest of that little body up there, and, uh, and he missed... And then Bob called me, and, and he said, would it be wrong if we, we asked his publicist uh, if they were going to reschedule? <laughs> wow. You can blame that on Bob. That's, that's not on me, okay? I Bob's mean, tell him, tell him we got a fucking ramp put in just for him. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> Call back and Like, just make say, them feel hey, bad about their guy being dead. Yeah, just be like, hey, dude, so we installed this $3,800 ramp yeah. for, your, for the guy to come on the show, yeah, and he didn't do we'll, it. We'll send you the invoice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or shoot us a hologram and let us do this interview still. We'll be good with either or. Um, we've not heard back yet. Well, R.I.P. Crip Daddy. Yeah, R.I.P. Crip Daddy. I uh, want to give a shout out to everybody who uh, tuned in last night and watched us on uh, Jesse Waters. A bunch of you here, we're, we're going through the DMs, uh, have asked uh, for the full clip. We'll show it. So whenever you do these shows, uh, it's usually just uh, like, a I don't know, anywhere from a two to four minute segment mm-hmm. last night. Um, but we'll go ahead and play that uh, in full right now. Uh, will they have us back, Anthony? You think? Yeah. Okay. Good. We, yeah, y'all uh, killed it. We weren't sure. Well, we weren't sure about saying the word honky NBA there. But. All right, Ross. Uh, anti-white Christmas party. I didn't think I'd see that. Well, uh, me neither. Look, first of all, I'm shocked that you allowed two whites on the program tonight. <laughs> so we want to thank you for that, Jesse. Uh, especially us. I mean, look, if we rolled up there, a couple of honkies like us who look like extras (laughs) in a Lifetime movie about January 6th, we'd be out of there, my man. I don't know about you. Like, there's there's something in you. I think there's a hint of Latinx 
You might have passed, but us two, we're out in the streets listening to Creed, my Ford Raptor again. <laughs> I didn't know it was Latinx. I thought it was Latinx, but I'm just not as woke as you, Ross. Dan, um, do, how do you think the electeds of colors party was? It's probably pretty good. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it was great. My favorite part in this little thought exercise is imagining Elizabeth Warren outside with her 23 and me pulled up. Like, hey, guys, I'm 132,000 invited to this party. Please you're in. You're in. Open up the rope line. Just show up with your 23 and me, and even I can get in because I'm 0.1% sub-Saharan African, and we did the DNA test to prove it. Do you guys think that this is going to be a thing now? Like, are we going to have separate but equal? Because you keep seeing this all over the country in schools, in apparently the Boston City Council. It's everywhere now. Well, if you're that rich, is it segregated Brita filters? <laughs> like, how, how are they doing it there behind the scenes? And as far as her white husband, did they ship him off to the guest room? What? My wife does it if I have too much chili. Uh, but at a party like this, where does he go that night? I almost feel like he should be here with us. <laughs> That's right. At the, at the Whites Only, Jesse Waters primetime show. Um, I mean, what happens when the plus one comes in <laughs> and they're white and they're the only white guy at the anti-white party? That's kind of awkward, Dan. Well, he's got to be an ally, right? You have to reinforce <laughs> right. the fact yes, right. that just, it's okay. Right. That you were born different, okay? Right. He's, the, really he's, he's the anti-racist guest. He just, yeah, has, exactly he just right. has to serve the punch. That's how that works. <laughs> All right, well, gentlemen, I hope you guys have a very diverse Christmas party at your office. <laughs> and everybody is included as we like to be here. Thank you guys so much. Absolutely. It's hard for us whites these days. I know. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Always being oppressed. Uh, we enjoy Jesse, and we enjoy his show, so uh, thanks for having us on last night, uh, and hopefully we get to go back sometime. Uh, those are always fun, but a lot of people are asking, uh, hey, can we see the entire clip? That's it. So, you know, in a show like that, you get two to four right. minutes, and then boom, you're out of there, and he's on to the next story. I like the format. I like what Fox is doing here in the revamp, where it feels more of like a, kind of a weekend update type of vibe versus... Very serious commentary now. Well, his show has always been like that. His has, but it's the first time it was in prime time. Mm. And so, like, I think you're seeing the shift with the success of Gutfeld, where, yeah. all right, cool, man. If you sprinkle in a little comedy here, yeah. it's not like watching fucking Anderson Cooper's bullshit about, you know, everything is serious. Well, We're all going to die. I like it. Also, uh, conservatives are moving more towards people like us and away from the suit and tie bullshit, I think. So, so, so do I. What do you mean cool people like us? Um, whites explain how you've lumped yourself into our very successful organization here okay okay I see what you're doing I'm just I just mean dirtbags just yeah. say dirt dirt pieces just of say shit. fucking sort of, yeah. sort of de degenerates Thank a little you. bit precision but, of language is really important but I would also say in, on a serious note uh, like semi blue collar mm. um, you're military yeah uh I, I used to be a fucking carpenter. I've worked so many jobs. I got fired from all of them, but I was mostly like a lot of construction type stuff. I you mean, were sanding floors yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I was sanding floors yesterday. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I think it's moving a little bit. Like, you remember like, uh, like, like JFK, how JFK was sort of like a conservative Democrat in a way? Mm -hmm. 
I wasn't alive for much of that. Well, I'm just or any of it. I saw <laughs> well, the highlights. I. I saw the highlight reel, and it's yeah. not great. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that yeah, last the, one. The, it went off with a bang. <laughs> but, uh, but I just mean like more. Just just not the not the thumb in your nose at people kind of thing. I've I've just I've always kind of felt like that was where the Republican Party was losing a lot of people. Well, yeah, well, I'll tell you what, you go back to the 80s with the Republicans in particular and uh, the, the say no to drugs, that whole bullshit. Um, I think you right, had the, right. I think the 90s was the, the rap albums of like, oh, we got to. That was Tipper Gore. Yeah. Yeah. That but was, it wasn't but just, just, just politics in general. It wasn't right? just Where, the rap. Well, she's the one that was testifying in front of Congress. That was her thing as the uh, second lady. Yeah. Was to bitch and moan about the fucking. And Nancy explicit, Reagan would say no to drugs. That explicit right. lyrics uh, thing yeah. on the albums is because of her. And it wasn't just rap albums. Dee Snyder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Testifying yeah, right. in Congress all, and all of her a cunt. Yeah. Uh, Guns N' Roses, they were pissed off about. Uh, there was a bunch of them. But I think as you, know, you get away from it over time here, because more and more people are speaking out against other politicians now. Oh, yeah. Uh, which you're not seeing either. Even fuck. We've made fun of uh, Fetterman on this show relentlessly How for, forever. How the fuck did that guy get elected? Hey, you guys! Because Pennsylvania is the dumbest state in America. Uh, however, today, he finally came out and he goes, hey, we've got to fix this fucking immigration problem. Like, we got to shut down the fucking border. And, oh, really? And Democrats are like, what? Yeah. But oh. you're, I think you're seeing more and more of that just... People stepping out saying, all right, maybe this is incorrect. Why do we have to stick with the party on certain issues and everything else? Republican side, uh, you finally got some people coming out against the abortion thing. Even Mike Pence during one of those fucking uh, bullshits. Uh, what, what, are the, what are the goddamn uh, debates on, uh, on Fox that night? Oh, those uh, like town halls? Yeah, uh, yeah. well, it was an actual debate when he was running for president, you know, for about an hour there uh he even they were like what's your stance on abortion everybody was you know he opened up with a, some scripture and some other shit and then finally at the end of it he goes well you know i think the 15 week thing was probably the right thing right, to do right. and you were like all right well that was shocking to hear right. even from that fucking guy so i think people are starting to be more willing to turn toward different issues um we'll see I, yeah i don't know well i mean what i was mentioning about jfk was that like he was uh, sort of a conservative democrat right and the conservative people are have in America, at least since that time, have like largely been Christian. And I think over time, with the, with that sort of dissipating, you're getting more people that are like speaking their mind more. They're not so proper, and they're starting to say "fuck you" to the government and stuff like that, which is really should be what we should be doing, going back to our roots, you know? Because yeah. that's basically what the founding fathers did. And um, I think that's a good thing. I don't think we need to be, uh, you know, all. Just we don't need to we don't need to dress up our language to to say how we feel. We don't need to mince our words. You don't even need to dress up. I mean, you you no. again. You were shirtless the other night on stage, yeah. and you forgot that shirt on the way yeah, out of the house. Yeah, that's see, that's what I'm talking about, dude. We need more sh more people forgetting their shirts, dude. How much is that chain you got on right there? Uh, is it real? Yeah. No, come on. Yeah. Dude. No. Uh, so you got a child support uh, payment? Deal? Yeah, I'm not gonna talk about yeah. it. <laughs> She's going to be watching this show, calling her lawyer, going, hey, dude, tell him to take the chain off. I got to take that into a pawn shop. You're missing another month. Yeah. yeah. How old is the child, by the way? He's six. He's six. Okay. Yeah, he's cool. He's okay. a good guy. He's a good guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He parties? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't you really let him drive? Him. Does he drive you home at all? No, I mean, I've, I've actually let him drive before. I let him drive the car before. <laughs> I just... 
I'm dead serious, actually. I probably shouldn't have said that either. No, no. Well, this dude. podcast is going to ruin me, dude. Ah, it's fine. Where where was he driving to and from, and how uh, long was we the drive? We were just driving around like in a parking lot, and uh, I was trying to help him like park the car. I mean, I was helping him. I was just sitting on my lap, you know. I mean, we all yeah. did that with our parents and shit. Mm, which is sure. just that's just another example of how big a pussies everybody's becoming. And I I think that's kind of what I was getting to with the the conservative shift. Like people are more saying what they want to say. Like you guys going on, on Jesse and saying honkies is hilarious, but it's also like, Hey, this is, this is literally segregation. It's this anti-white bullshit. It's racist as fuck. And it shouldn't be happening. It's fucking crazy. But like 10 years ago, people would have been like, Oh, well, I don't know if they want to do that. It's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and for me personally, like I don't have a problem making fun of my own race or anybody else making fun of my own right, race, uh, but just treat it all the same. Uh, but you know, uh, we've kind of gotten away from that. So I, I don't know if you read this story uh, today, D'Anthony, um, about this uh, transgender woman. The 50 year old? Uh, yeah. There's no such thing as a transgender woman. I, I'm just, that's, a, that's a dude. So I'm just reading, I'm going to read you the, uh, this, I'm going to read you the title of the article. Outrage as transgender woman, Melody Wiseheart, 50, competes against teenagers in Canadian swim meets and shares changing room with the terrified girls. Furious parents claim that Melody Wiseheart uh, and their young daughters were disturbed by uh, the inclusion into the Trojan Cup in Barrie, uh, Ontario. What is the Trojan Cup, and is there a, a photo of said trophy there? Is that not the most fucking fitting name? Yeah. The Trojan Cup? With well, this great. it said Barrie, Ontario. This is writing so it's, itself. It's in, it's in Canada, then. It's in Canada, yeah. So Who this, fucking cares? This happened in Canada. That's not a real place. It, no, it, well, suck. it isn't anymore. Can- Canada's like a theme park for fucking retards. <laughs> Weird, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, when did it all change over there? I don't know. Everybody I know that's reasonable in Canada is trying to get out. When Fidel Castro? Oh no! Is that the picture? I, Bob, I didn't even see the picture of this person. Is yeah, that the dude. I I just want to see a picture of his dick. Look at that! Holy fucking shit, dude! Hello, fellow how, kids. Hey, how old were these teenagers? <laughs> they were teenagers. Well, they were teenagers. Like, like Gary, thir- so that's thirteen, uh, 13 f- and nineteen. But I'm saying, th- I guess it's he's the same 50. shit regardless. He's fifty here. Yeah, that's a yeah, man. That's that's so, weird. There's, stop, no, there's no way out of that. Stop. Well, there's a way out. Stop participating in other people's delusions because you feel sorry for them. I mean, right? I'm not. I'm not either. What's like, the, well, you called it she before. It's a dude. What's that highlighted? I did. Well, no, no, no. no. He did. I, but that was the title of the article. I'm just reading the title of the article. Um, go to that pic that with the spotlight on it. What was that? Was that at the meet? Uh, scroll up, Bob. Yeah. So who are they spotlighting there? That's before he put his hair on, maybe. Is that the... Is that I can't no, make the same person, it. right? <laughs> what the, the fuck is that guy? It'd be it's funny if he so. showed up... No, no, no. It's, it's, the, it's the one on the left. Yeah, the black To suit. the left of the guy with the, in the suit. Oh, suit. that's what they're trying to show. So they were up against uh, 16-year-olds here. 16 and up. Oh, my fucking God. How is that even legal? It's not. It's not. I mean, we're, nobody wanted to say anything. Uh, Wisehearts, the dude, is a professor at York University. Uh, attended the competition at the East Bayfield Community Center and participated in several events including the women's 1,500-meter freestyle for athletes 16 and older, where he placed second. <coughs> Somebody beat him? The age of consent in Canada is 16, so if it was 16 oh, and up, then really? that's technically not legal. Okay. Or not illegal, Shit. rather. Okay, okay. Wait, but the, the, they didn't even win? No. He came in second? He didn't win. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> He didn't win. Yeah. What a fucking loser. <laughs> Holy fucking shit, dude. Second place. Okay. I got a question. Yeah. 
These people say that they are born this way, uh-huh. right? Dan and I were talking before the show. I just had this real blow up about lesbian domestic violence and yada yada. So I was talking to him. <laughs> Over what? About uh, lesbian couples have the highest level of domestic violence of any type of couple. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, yeah but what's the domestic violence look like and why am I getting hard? Exactly. <laughs> right? I mean, you got to ask the, the, you gotta ask hey, the tough Dan, questions. Dan, you shouldn't joke about that, Dan. No, it's not a should. laughing matter. Oh, uh, we've been joking about Hitler and dead people yeah, most I, of the day. I'm sure we'll get to 9 11 so. by the I, end of I'm the I'm telling show. you, I'm telling you, I've created the greatest Instagram comments section of all fucking time. The comments on these on the on that reel are fucking insane. By the way, gay domestic violence is the lowest. So who's the problem? You know what I mean? That was the real. Women are the problem. The reason I brought this up though was because uh, you were telling me that because somebody commented, lesbians are only lesbians because uh, a le- okay a lesbian commented, lesb- women turn into lesbians because they're abused by men. And I said so they're not born that way. And I was telling him this, and he was explaining to me that. Gay people really are born gay, right? Uh, there's there are some people that choose things, yeah, but for the most part, for the most part, yeah. it's it's uh, yeah. I agree with that. I've got a couple gay cousins, mm-hmm. uh, a few down the line there, and I, we always knew. Yeah, they yeah. Were just born. Just like, there, right, there's cool. good research on it showing that um, you're I think forty percent more likely to pop out a gay kid if you have a son and then have another son back to back within 18 months see that makes sense because my little brother is such a faggot yeah 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 yeah. and is it is he no 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 he's he's honestly more manly than me okay but uh, look there's been some uh some some butch gay dudes obviously (laughs) yeah that's true some fucking pipe hitters bro what like stonewall guys uh well body wise yeah huge axe huge axe dude he was fucking wolverine i know and john valjean which is the most I'm with you. Manly character. And I all. can't get the tap dancing out of my head. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, but like Fred Astaire tap dance. Fucking Frank Sinatra tap dance. Fred Astaire was also. Frank Sinatra was not gay though. So, well, I mean, no. he may have thrown one at a dude here and there, but that was only because of the booze and cocaine. What His about... version of tap dancing though was very slow. It was like, soft shoe. Y- yeah. Very sexual. He could, well, seductive. No, it was because he couldn't do the, the cool gay shit that gay oh. people could do. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a very basic straight version of tap dancing. Right. What about or... Sammy Davis Jr.? The whole Rat Pack actually. You think they were fucking each other? No. No, I think they were. They, I think that group of people, aside from gang Khan and his horde. Yeah. The Rat Pack, mod, let's say modern, let's say 1800s forward, those four or five dudes fucked more women than any group in the history of human beings. That's my guess. Uh, I would say yes on that one for sure. Uh, it was a. The only, the, only, the only reason I say that is because I think that DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire and that crew may be commensurate uh, rate-wise, but they don't have as many members of their group. No, they only had four. Yeah. So it was the Pussy Posse. It was yeah. DiCaprio, Toby Maguire, Lucas Haas, who eh, mm. nobody wants to fuck him. Um, at David he, Blaine, though. Yeah, Blaine but, was... But Blaine could pull Lucas pussy, was dude. just mopping up. You know what yes, I mean? he was like cleaning he's up. Still, he's still getting puss. That was he was getting pussy just because he could get the girls back inside DiCaprio's yeah. house so and, they, they could yeah. at least yeah. be like... But oh the God, Rat Pack did it. Without cell phones, no yes. cameras, yep. and they did it for forty fucking oh, years, yeah. dude. And I heard they were fucking ruthless. I did this uh, movie with this old lady who was like eighty years old, and I looked at her IMDb resume and it went back all the way to like the forties, right? And I go, I heard 
it was the most ruthless shit of all time back then. Like, as far as dudes and sex and Hollywood and all that stuff. And she goes, you have no idea. She was like, if you think today's Hollywood was, was gross, she was like, back then you were fighting for contracts at studios. So, like, if you got a contract, you were in, like, four to six movies. So it wasn't just, like, one job, right? right? right, right so, like, right. everybody wanted those jobs. And, uh, and the one she said uh, the, the crazy stories about was Milton Berle. Do you remember that comedian? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, pop up a picture of Milton Berle. He's one of the original insult comics. Yes. He was Actually, he may be the Very, original. very funny, yes. Lenny, he, it was him and Lenny Bruce, I think. And then probably Don Rickles and that mm. line, that, that whole thing. But uh, yeah, pop up a pic of Milton Berle. That's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll know exactly who this guy is, right? Um, very famous. And towards the end, you were like, oh, that's just like your happy grandfather or whatever. And yeah, dirtbag. I mean, piece of shit just like you. Uh, so he used to pull out whenever there was a new actress in town. Um, the standard <laughs> joke was, this was according to this woman, if somebody was asking about L.A. or they got lost or whatever, he would pull his dick out at every party, squeeze it as hard as he could because he had a fucking hog on him. And a vein would pop out, and he goes, all right, so this vein is the 405, okay? (laughs) And that's how you get to Santa Monica, and he would point to the head of his dick, and like he would pull his dick out at every single party and do that and whatever, and like there was just crazy sex everywhere, and that's kind of the way it was back then. Um, Because everybody was fighting for these studio contracts, so like the whole Me Too shit that's going on now is is pales in comparison. Probably, I mean, she was like, it was fucking awful. And I go, how did I go? Did you avoid it? And how did you avoid it? She goes, the only reason why I avoided it was uh, I was dating one of the married to one of the executives at one of these studios, so. I was hands off, but everybody else was just fucking around the clock. Uh, Dude, that makes me. I'm just glad I'm a drug addict and not a sex addict. I mean, imagine being so fucking. (laughs) <laughs> that's fuck that's just insane to me why because if if you if you were somebody that's addicted to sex you're willing to go take risks to fuck up your life that in my opinion are more drastic than if you're like hey i'm just gonna do a bunch of drugs and potentially die you know what i mean yeah like getting hit with a rape charge would be way fucking worse than having a heart attack in the back of a bar oh i agree 100 percent. you know what i'm saying because you can't get away from that Chris right. Rock. Chris Rock said that years ago. Um, somebody behind the scenes had hit him with a, a, a rape charge at the time, and he hired this guy to get rid of it. And the, there was a leaked audio when was, the guy it was Pelicano. Yeah. Um, and when Pelicano went to trial, there was audio of it because everything was recorded. He recorded everything. Right. And Chris, you, Chris Rock was just like, "Hey, dude. One, I don't know this woman, but he goes, if this gets out there and just the word rape gets out into the news." You can't escape it forever. Yeah, he goes because yeah. people are just going to read that one headline. Well, what about what about somebody like Kobe Bryant? That's see, and that's the thing. That's that one sucks to me. I hate it. But he kind of escaped it, didn't? Don't you think? No, dude. Yeah, Everybody. I think he escaped it because that woman had like fucking multiple jizz inside of her. Right, right. But you remember the day he died? Who was it? Uh, was it Ari Schiffer who was like, "What, what do we care that this fucking rapist died in a helicopter accident?" And pe- probably, he probably but got death but, threats. But Ari's a Knicks fan. Well, that's true. You know. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Right? We had fifty five in the garden. Hey, going yeah. back to the uh, the thing about the different crews getting laid a lot. What about like rock bands? You know oh I mean? God, damn yeah. I mean, sure, but maybe Elvis and his crew. But again, it was a smaller crew. Um, Def Leppard or the Stones? No, no, the not Stones. the Stones. Yes, Did you the see, Sto- two guys get laid from the Stones. No, no, dude, they no. all fucked. They no. all fucked. You know what's fucking crazy? The guy from the Stones that actually got laid the most was Bill Wyman, the bass player. Yep. I, don't, he, I don't even know who that is. He yeah. actually would hold his bass in front of his face upward to block the fucking spotlight 
from his face so that he could fucking like I fuck women in the crowd. He got laid more than Keith Richards and, and fucking uh uh Yep. And Mick, uh, Mick Jagger, Jagger put there's, together. There's not one prayer he got laid more than Mick Jagger. Oh, dude. dude. No way. So and, they, and, they, and Mick Jagger and Keith Richards have admitted it. They're like, no. yeah, he was like a pussy. No, there's a documentary no. where they show them fucking on it. Um, I'm sure. No, no, I'm no. sure, yeah. So it's it's called Cocksucker Blues. Uh, Bob, <laughs> look it up on um, uh, Amazon. I don't believe they sell it in America. We had to get it overseas. I have a VCR tape of it, for Christ's sakes. I ordered it... Uh, Shit, we had it back in like 2002. Uh, I what remember watching that? it for the first time. Uh, what, what is this? Cocksucker Blues. It's a Rolling Stones documentary. It's not a, it's not a poster. Uh, it's not a book. So it's, a, it's an actual documentary. Roughly, I think it ran about an hour and 45 minutes. Um, I watched it two or three times. Um, but it's very, very hard to find. If you can get it, rad. Or if, you, if there's a Reddit link, send it in. There you go. Uh, so it's on Wikipedia. And, and it's a film about what? Now? It's, it's a documentary about the Rolling Stones in the 70s. And after it was over, like the guy had shot them fucking on private yeah. jets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Keith Richards is doing heroin in the hotel room. Like, and you're watching it and you're like, there's no fucking way that this would ever be released. Sure enough, the Stones blocked it and it ended up leaking. The guy had some rights over in Europe. So it came out in Europe. Um, and we'd gotten a copy of it and I watched it so I can tell you what's on it uh, on the private jet you see all of them buck naked fucking four different girls yeah. all over this jet yeah. there's cocaine everywhere uh, when they get back to the room Keith Richards was shooting up heroin every single night and they used to put a tape recorder um, on his nightstand and in the bathroom so what he would do is get shoot up on heroin and then just play uh, you know, riffs of shit, and yeah. then he wouldn't remember it. And then uh, one of them was they would play it back. Well, the, the next morning he would wake up and not remember, so he had it recorded. But one of the most famous ones was uh, uh, Satisfaction. Really? So he had the whole opening recorded it on heroin, forgot about it, and woke up in the morning, and then they had the tape, and then they replicated it in the studio. So maybe the Stones, uh, Motley Crew is probably. Oh there. my God! Yes. And then Rat Pack. I can't. I'm trying to think of other rock bands that really would have been slaying puss like that. Did you see The Dirt on Netflix? Yeah. So that didn't even tell half that story. I read that book. It's mm -hmm. a fantastic book. Um, one of the stories in there was they picked up this homeless girl, and uh, and then they fucked her in this closet of their apartment, Motley Crue, and then they took all her clothes and then just dropped her off on the street again. I mean, it, there's I mean, some what's dark she need the clothes there. for? It's L.A. Yeah, you don't need to it's wear. It's nice out. Have you ever heard the story about uh, of Led Zeppelin? They like had this girl in a bathtub and and fucked her with an octopus. Is that true? Have you heard the story? I've heard the story. I can't confirm. I don't know. If I've that's never heard true. that. No. Oh yeah, yeah. But good well, for them, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just weird. I mean, why why not at that point? You know. Well, if it's consensual, I mean, why? Yeah. I mean, there's people who want a fucking octopus. Oh, dude, me and Laser are getting some getting to some weird shit. You oh you guys have? Oh yeah. Well, like, like more, more so him, but uh, we've both got a lot of good stories of which I would have to really think about if I would want to tell either of those. No, he's fine with it. So on the show, we were the ones that talked him into doing the OnlyFans. Blowjob trivia? Correct. Yeah. Um, did you watch it? Of course. Yeah, he's my best friend, dude. Yeah, I mean. I've got to watch the guy get his dick sucked. Yeah, what, yeah. what am I, gay? He completed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a man. He's a show pony. <laughs> it's hard because his buddy couldn't do it. 
The guy that he was up against? Uh, who was he with, CJ? Daddy Juice? Juice? Daddy's Juice, yeah. Yeah, CJ. <laughs> yeah, couldn't... well, dude, that guy's fucked thousands and thousands and thousands of women. I mean, I imagine... Which for... is why I was shocked that he couldn't come. Well, dude, but think about it. Like, he's probably so fucking... Perver- <laughs> Shout out CJ, by the way. I'll t- I'll s- I'm going to send this to him and, and, uh, and send him the timestamp. But uh, he's fucked like 5,000 women, dude. I imagine the type of perverted shit that his wife needs to do to him to get him to come is is beyond the threshold of what I can even think of. Well, were there rules in this game where you could only suck his dick? You couldn't jam a fist up his ass or something? That's kind of what I was getting at, dude, because, I, you know, I, I don't... You I don't, could do what you want. So it was his wife who was sucking his dick in the video. Right, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I guess maybe there was some rules. Just, I mean, because I don't mind it, like a little bit of uh, slap and tickle, if you know what I'm saying. Sure. Tickle, little how's tickle, your father? Tickle my bottle. <laughs> yeah, a little how's your father? <laughs> Say hello to your mother for me. Like, yeah, I, nobody... Nobody cares. Dude, all the best. You know what? I've fallen in love with two women in my life, and both times they they had uh, put like the tip of their finger, their, their pinky up my asshole. You think there's a fucking button down there? Yeah. Switch? A little hun- switch? I yeah. absolutely do. Oxytocin switch? Do they it's, know it's it? It's right inside the rim? Yeah. Do they know it? If you, if you want to give them a shout out today, you can. No, they both know who they are. What okay. the fuck is that? Yeah. What are you drinking there? Coffee. Oh, okay. I'm not drinking From McDonald's? Any. Yeah. 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 It's the strongest coffee on earth, dude. <laughs> Just because it tastes the strongest doesn't mean it has the most caffeine. No, it you tastes, realize that, it tastes right? like shit. Gary, you've been on podcasts before. You know we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. 50% off everything in the entire store. I believe you got until Tuesday uh, to order anything you want off of ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros over there to get it shipped to your house in time for Christmas. Now, that's 50% off mattresses, pillows, sheets, adjustable bases. You name it, everything in the store is 50% off for the holidays. Now, if you're not looking to get it to your house by Christmas, I believe this deal and this sale is going through the end of the year. Uh, 50% off is the highest that GhostBed has ever offered in the history of their company over there. Uh, all you got to do is type in the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout to unlock it. And at checkout, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit over there. And guess what, kids? You can stretch out those payments for three years at the 50% off rate. It is a hell of a deal going on right now at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. So if you're in the market for a new mattress set, now's the time to do it. Next up, stop spending your money. Uh, on big insurance companies that profit off of uh, not only paying your bills. Did you know that uh, 48 million claims on Obamacare last year were denied? That's one-fifth of claims are going to get rejected. Uh, Do you want to take that chance? Health insurance sucks. It's confusing. It's expensive and frustrating. There's a better way. Welcome to the alternative. Crowd Health was created to get rid of all the headaches of health insurance for $175 for an individual or $575 for a family of four or more. You'll get access to a community of people who are willing to help out in the event of an emergency. You'll also get telemedicine visits, uh, discounted prescriptions, and more. All of this without doctors' networks getting in the way. Let Crowd Health help you with your health care needs. You can get started today for just $99 per month for the first three months if you use the code DRINKINGBROS uh, to get the health care you deserve over there at Crowd Health. 
Uh, look, this is the future uh, over there. Crowd Health is not insurance. Uh, you can learn more at joincrowdhealth.com. That's join uh, that's joincrowdhealth.com. Promo code Drinking Bros over there. Okay, uh, head on over. Next up, we got Ketone IQ on the show today. I had a shot of it before we got started. I take a shot every single day before we do these shows. It's great. It's our friends over at hvmn.com slash drinking bros over there. I'm going to say that one more time. It's hvmn.com slash drinking bros. So you know what it is. 30% off your first subscription order. Uh, what is it? What is Ketone IQ? Well, it's a clean energy boost without sugar or caffeine. It's great. comes in one of these little shot bottles here, or you can get a full bottle and just kind of uh, do caps of it throughout the day if you want to. Uh, when do you use it? Well, just take a shot whenever you need to re-energize. Uh, the brand is HVMN, which stands for Health Via Modern Nutrition. Uh, please note, they're not a keto product, uh, by the way. 60% of the Tour de France uses it, military uses it, and, uh, and most of them aren't keto. You can find Ketone IQ in your local Sprouts uh, everywhere around the nation, or you can get it shipped to your house at hvmn.com slash drinking bros. That's hvmn.com slash drinking bros. Subscribe, and you're going to get 30% off over there. We get it shipped to the office on a monthly basis here. Last but not least, we got firstform.com slash drinking bros. Tonight's the last night for the sweepstakes over there. To get that uh, razor, that Polaris, right there, it's loaded. How much is that thing, Anthony? 40K? I think it's worth about twenty-two thousand. I think it's. I think it's forty. It's got a the, sound the, system. The, shit. It's got a sound system. Yeah, I don't know. The base model is twenty-two thousand. Okay, but it's got it's souped up. It's the supercharged one. It's got one hundred eighty-one horsepower. Yeah, this one's all then doctored up. Dude. Then it's wrapped in first form shit. I mean, it's it's fucking dope. It's I mean, nice it's shit. what you would expect from first first form. I know. We look. We love the the that company. They're the best in the biz over there. And uh, right now, for every ten dollars you spend, this is the last night it's going on. You get one entry into the sweepstakes to win that Polaris Razor. That is all tricked out. I Look, I recommend these microfactors, all right? So if you're going to buy some stuff over on First Form, look, all their products are amazing. Uh, but these microfactors, uh, it's vitamins. It's a little packet of vitamins. It sits uh, on my desk next to my computer every day in a little cardboard box. It's got a little trap door on it. Spits out a packet full of vitamins. Let's face it. We don't work out every day the way we need to. Uh, some days we cheat on our diet. We don't eat the way we need to as well. Uh, and we don't always take all of our vitamins. It's a nice little reminder to take all your vitamins, remain healthy every single day. What's in them? Well, you got the antioxidants, the CoQ10s, the multivitamins, the fruits and veggies, and the probiotics, and also those EFAs, brother. All the essentials. To get your body going, head on over to firstform.com slash drinking bros. Today, you're going to get free shipping on orders over $75 over there. Check out their apparel, dude. Uh, again, that is firstform.com slash drinking bros. Free shipping on orders over $75. You know you know that's true, right? Like the, t- the flavor of the coffee has no relevance. Yeah, yeah, no, I know that. I know that. Yeah. So yeah. when you say strongest, what do you mean? Because it's definitely not. No, it's got a shitload of caffeine. It's like, you know how uh, you know how uh, McDonald's used to put cocaine in the Coke? Well, that was Coke. That was just Coke in general. Yeah. 
But yeah, that was true. Have you done yeah, it? Yeah, I think that they do something similar with this, though. Okay. Maybe. maybe. It may be psychosomatic. Did you put Coke in your own drink? You can just say that on but air. But McDonald's no, does no, sell no, no, more. I'm sober right now. McDonald's sells more coffee than any, uh, than any coffee supplier. I'm not with. kidding. It actually is really strong. It doesn't it, taste very strong. It's just it, it always gets me going. Also, I, well, I did take a bunch of amphetamines. Uh, did you really? What are you on today? Just Adderall. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I've been prescribed that since I was like fucking like 14, dude. Smart. They gave me Concerta, and then they gave me a couple of other different things, and then they ended up giving me Adderall, and I just have not stopped ever taking it. What the fuck is Concerta? It was like a variation of Adderall. It's a type of amphetamine, mm. basically. Just to get you all hopped up. Were you low? Were you a low guy? No, you were I wasn't there? at all. I was a fucking like crazy out of control kid, and they were like, "Oh yeah, give him this. It'll it'll calm him down." Like, yeah, dude, give me something that's basically meth. That makes sense. Yeah. You, know, you know what I do what? is I fucking wear my uh, night vision in my backyard. Yep. Get high as fuck and watch deer. Really? I mean, that's real. That actually sounds like a lot of it's fucking, fucking it is. great, man. He's got a shit ton of deer in his backyard, yeah. and he feeds them. Yeah, feed them corn. Yeah. Yeah, um, Nocturne Industries, by the way. Drinking Bros, 50, 15% off the housings. Yeah, big, big fan of that company. Yeah. And uh, uh, if you go over to his house on any given night, you're going to see about 30 or 40 deer back there. Not that many. I, the last time I was over there, there it was there, fucking shit every, ton. Every, there's, there's probably 7 to 10 on an average night, but yeah, sometimes they all flock over there. I don't know what their patterns are as far as moving around and shit. Are you a big hunter? Yeah. Yeah? But I'm not going to kill those. I'm not going to kill anything in my own neighborhood. You can see, yeah, well, it's, it's also uh, usually illegal. Do you have HOAs over there? I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. only thing, the only thing my HOA does is they put on Memorial Day, July 4th, and <coughs> Veterans Day, they put American flags in front of everybody's houses. That's the only thing I've ever heard from them. Oh, that's nice. That's it. That's a nice thing. Uh, and it, it's probably a good thing because I don't think anybody in my area would uh, – Take too, I won't take too kindly to no HOAs around here. <laughs> yeah. You understand? I don't think they would like it. No, I, I don't think they would either, but uh, I don't think you have a community pool, so you don't have shit to worry about like as far as that is concerned either. So uh, you're good to go on that. Usually that's what that money's for is like a pool or something else uh, like that or streetlights. There's not a lot of streetlights on your, on your street either. Uh, yeah, but that's uh, kind of a dripping driftwood. Actually, it's not just here. I found... Um, Friend of mine just moved into some suburbs, uh, suburbs north, north of Houston. It's the same out there. No street lights, nothing. All these cities have ordinances about. Oh, light, that's right. Light yeah, your yeah, your yeah. old neighborhood, yeah. Howard did. Yeah, it was dark as shit. Yeah, I, yeah. I would miss the driveway all the time. <laughs> what do you What do you hunt, dude? You ever you like hunt hogs and stuff like that? Um, yeah, I mean for fun, but not to eat not them. to eat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, just mostly axis deer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In West I don't Texas. have a ton of experience with hunting. Axis is the tastiest of all the venison. Mm-hmm. So okay. mostly that. Every now and again, elk, but mostly. Dude, the first time I went hunting was with uh, my uncle on my grandpa's property in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And there was, a, there was a, like a little creek right here with a tree line. And then there was a tree line here. And we, he had like put something out here to like attract deer or something. I don't fucking know. But we were here. And this was somebody else's property. Mm-hmm. And apparently there was a guy here, and the deer ran between us, and he kept missing it. He fired like eight eight uh, shots at this thing, and the bullets hit up right above my head where we were sitting. It was fucking insane. That's that was the first time I ever went hunting, and I like hit the deck. Yeah. And then my uncle ended up, uh, when it got into, onto our prop, my uncle ended up shooting it, and, he, and, and we couldn't find it. And so we basically just followed the like little blood and when we yeah, like footprints and stuff, yeah. it was crazy dude it was it was cool as fuck i just i wish i could go hunting more did you end up killing the guy the guy yeah yeah we killed him too yeah because at that <laughs> point 
he probably fucking deserved it. And then and then you eat that body as well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, know? you can leave them out there. It'll attract other deer. I've shot deer um, just uh, through, like, if you, if you pop them in the right spot, they won't move. Um, now, it can, if you're not, if it's close, if it's within, like, 150, 200 meters, I can usually make that shot and pop them right in the top of the spine. Then it'll um, paralyze them? Yeah, without fucking up the backstrap meat though because that's some of okay. the best meat so you want to avoid that but if you can clip right just like the top of their spine they'll just fall right where they are and then another like wait 15 minutes and another dumbass deer will come over and start sniffing their dead body so if you leave that dude's dead body out next time <laughs> yeah as bait because yep. they think it's safe now oh that somebody's already dead here yeah i don't know what kind of fucking thought processes go through a deer's head they're they're not smart no but if also if you throw in a, a quick uh, rape sesh on that dead guy that's going to help, too, because it'll add another scent um, for the rest of the animals out there. So just consider it, you know? Yeah, they like the scent of sex. Yeah. Well, more well, than fear, right? You, you don't want them to be smelling. They can smell fear. Like, they're fear-based pheromones. They smell. Like, you, you ever had a dog that gets scared? Oh, you getting, no, are you, never, are I've you never, hot? I've never owned a dog. Yeah, it's a little fucking hot. Yeah, go ahead. Take, no, take your shirt off, dude. Feel have, you, have you ever oh. experienced a dog or something get spooked and then he smells bad afterwards? That's a fear pheromone, right? It's like a, it's like almost like a skunk. Is like that a, what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Now now mix that with uh, with dead ass sex. No, no, no. So this is to cover up the, the fear pheromone. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, So once gotcha, it starts okay. to smell like cat food and ass out yeah. there, the deer come back. Yeah. Uh, and now you've got your shirt off there. You got a tattoo for your mom. Are you guys close? Yeah, I actually run my my business with my mom, Faust Media. Um, my I got this tattoo right there. Yeah, look at that for the audience. Yeah, Boom. That. Yeah, that's nice. I got that tattoo because I forgot to get her a Mother's Day gift like two years ago. Oh, and she was in town, and I said, "Hey, we're gonna go to the tattoo shop. I got something for you." And she's like, "God damn it!" She knew what I was doing. And then afterwards, she said, "You're you're just a fucking idiot." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it looks nice. Yeah, I mean, it's I, like a sticker, dude. The guy did a great job. It, it all, everything you got on you right now um, looks like who you are. Why the little cowboy hat on your chest? That fun thing. Oh, uh, this girl uh, wanted to get matching tattoos, so I just I said, fuck it. I, did, I didn't pay for it, so okay. why not, you know? Yeah, you were just kind of there, and yeah. you looked at the contact sheet, and you were like, great, yeah, let's yeah, take two yeah, of those. Yeah, I'd like to consider myself somewhat of a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants to be a cowboy. Until you. No, that's a song a by Tim uh, Montana. Is it really? Right. Everybody wants to be a cowboy. You never heard that song no, before? It's, it's like his best song, I think. Is it? Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not very good with song titles just because the music's on, and then I'll kind of figure it the fuck out later there. Uh, what are the rest of those tats there? You got a card? Um, so this was the first tattoo I got. My grandpa died. He essentially had the same one. It was close enough. It's, it's really not that close to it. I'm kind of irritated, but it is what it is. I got this from my grandpa. And, um, and that naked lady there? Who's I, that? I, dude, I thought I was going to go to prison. So I got something to, so I'd have something to jerk off to. Is that true story? Yeah. What were you, what were you supposed to go to jail for? Uh, I don't want to talk about that because I didn't (laughs) end up going to court about it. Uh, and then I I, heard, well, I heard a rumor there's, and I'm being totally serious about this. Somebody told me a friend of yours that you have turned two warrants out for your arrest right now. Um, I have one for sure in Nevada. Uh, Eli Halpern and I were driving out here and, uh, I was driving and I got a speeding ticket going like, like 85 and a, and a 45 or a, or a fucking 50 or something. I don't remember what it was. It was oh yeah. 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 They, 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 they probably could have taken me to jail, but, uh, so I never, I just never paid it. I've actually forgot about it. I probably would have just paid it. And then they told, they were like, they were like, dude, yeah. Uh, cause I got something in the mail and they were like, yeah, it's going to be $3,000. 
And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, fuck you, I'll just never come to Nevada again. And mm. if I do and I get arrested, then it is what it is. And then uh, for a minute, I thought I was going to have a warrant in California because I was so far behind on my child support, and they will do that to you. But I, I don't know what the status of that is. I just paid my child support. I, I, oh, I did, and now I'm behind again. Okay. But, you know, it happens. Um, yeah. Uh, but you got a gold watch on. Is that real? Uh, I got this. Uh, you know, let's not talk about the cost of that either. <laughs> Um, I, uh, so, hey, can I talk to you guys about my, uh, my flagship program I produce? I just got nominated for an award. Is you really? Yes. What, what's that? Breakout content creator of the year at the 2024 Gundies. Okay. And at, uh, what, at what's, SHOT Show. Uh, what's a Gundy? At SHOT Show. Yeah. Look at that. Dan will be at SHOT Show this year. Yeah, I'm I'll, always there. What's, a, what's a Gundy? What's the Gundy? Uh, it's like the People's Choice Grammys of guns. Okay, great. Mm. Uh, and are we allowed to show the video? Is it on YouTube right now? Uh, what do you mean, the video? Is that what? Did you get nominated for one no, specific no, 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 video, no. or just as a body of just work? The whole thing. Come and talk. It is the the main show I produce. It was a it was a radio show for years, hosted by Michael Cargill, and Cargill's the guy who's suing the ATF for bump stocks. After the Vegas oh, shooting. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, th- and that whole lawsuit is essentially about government agencies, the Alphabet Boys, not really being allowed to create their own laws. Mm. It's not, it's about bump stocks, but it's also about the legalities of writing and creating law. Which I think he's going to get an M-Bank ruling on that at some point, probably not even to, from full SCOTUS because they already ruled on. Well, they accepted uh, the case. Yeah, but I mean, they'll, it'll be a, it'll be, there's already a ruling coming soon about um osha trying to push vaccine mandates and it's the same category it's basically that an unelected government agency can't create new laws basically right that that's the crux of okay, the argument okay, so he's gonna win his for sure because they have already decided on that osha one. Oh, and it's just we're just gonna win it and it's not even gonna okay so yeah you're saying. it's 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 i don't know that you'll that it'll be very highly deliberated because right. it's already so obvious based on previous case law right um but they'll try the anti Gun people will try. So if the OSHA case sets the precedent, it's yeah. cool. Fuck yeah. Well, I mean, I've been working on this shit with Cargill forever, dude. We we uh, When I met him, so I met him. I went to UT for journalism, right? And while I was doing that, I interned with him when Come and Talk It was a radio show. And I basically convinced him to hire me as a producer. We worked on the radio show. And for fucking years, I was like, dude, you need to start shooting this at the gun shop at Central Texas Gunworks. And you need to turn it into a full-blown podcast. And finally, like four months ago, um, he agreed, and we started shooting at the shop. And since then, we've gotten like forty million views. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it dude. fucking blew up. So, um, yeah, believe it or not, I'm actually really good at what I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, the the problem is, uh, if you go to accept the award and you actually win, it, it is in Nevada. I hate to break that to you. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> not sure how that's gonna Dude, work. Dude, that would be out the most rock and roll you. shit ever if I got arrested while I was on accepting stage? an award. <laughs> on stage would be fucking awesome. Yeah, you probably just uh, avoid that. Yeah, well, shot show all together. Oh, no, I'm yeah. going. Yeah, oh no, going. no, 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 go to it. Yeah, just try not to get arrested while you're. Yeah. Going. Well. well I'm t- I'll tell you what, dude. The only person I'll be able to call to go my bail is going to be you, dude. I don't know anybody else going. I'm not. Coming. And I'm going to be fucked. Cause I yeah. <laughs> I'm not coming. Laser will be there, one would imagine. Nah. Is he Is he going? No, uh, no, he's not. He's got a show in Ohio. I was originally supposed to go to like a family reunion in Ohio because I'm from Dayton. And uh, Laser had some shows. And I basically just told my family. I was like, hey, dude, I fucking blew up. I'm acting like I don't know nobody. You know yeah, what I'm saying? that's true. You got to ditch your family at that point. 
Yeah, um, what are you going to do? Because a guy like you, and put that camera back on him, Delco. I mean, a guy like this, let's face it, dude. Look at that. You're shirtless. You got one tiny, <sighs> tiny gold chain. The watch seems nice, but I don't know if that's... You know, I just found it, dude. Fell streets in New York. Yeah, is that what it is? Looks like a Rolex. No. No, not at all. Not at all. What watch, dude? What are you talking about? <laughs> ah, you're fine. A kid doesn't need the money, right? No, nah, he's fine. His, 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 my baby mama's parents are fucking filthy rich, dude. Are they really? Yeah, they're actually like, uh, as much as uh, we don't get along, they really are like the epitome of the American dream. They both immigrated here from Mexico and just killed it. Let's fucking rob them, dude. Yeah, is she Mexican? How much money they got? Yeah, Mexican, yeah. Okay, uh, but with you guys, why'd you get divorced? Uh, we were never married, dude. Do I look like somebody that got married? <laughs> I didn't know how child support works, so even, even if you're not married, you still got to do that? Dude, that, uh, that whole system is so fucked up. Um, it's, it's, it's a long story, but basically, um, I was trying to do the right thing and I actually ended up putting myself on child support because I thought that was the way to get on the birth certificate because I'm not on my own son's birth certificate, but I do have a paternity test that's uh a hundred, like, you know, 99.9% or whatever that it's my son. So th- that's a whole other conversation though, man. I, I, I don't think there's really any fixing family law in America. I think it is absolutely fucked, and, and the well, only way to to really handle it is just avoid the the legal process altogether. Well, the way to fix family law is to have kids with people that you're married to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And I, you got to pull out. So, like the '80s, '90s, and 2000s, we've made some mistakes. Oh in, yeah, in culture, oh, yeah. and it isn't just family mistakes. We've made like broad spectrum fucking cultural mistakes a lot, like telling women that they have plenty of time. Oh, dude, dude. That's a fucking lie. That right? is the biggest load of shit ever. And it's, it's like biology is biology, bitch. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. And it takes, like, I- I've had this conversation with so many women in their early 30s, especially. Like, I don't know if I'm ever going to have kids because I have to meet a dude and we're going to be together for some amount of time. Then, then we're going to have a kid. So it's like a two to four year process to meet the guy, fall in love, get married. And what if, it, what if I meet a guy I'm with him for six months and it doesn't work out and just pushes it farther right, to the right. It's like, right. you don't have a whole lot of time, bitch. You know, that's funny that you say that. One of my exes, she was a stripper, right? I met her and I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, we just call this episode the biggest piece of shit in the world. <laughs> I was, I'm a actually a good guy. Star on the, on the eye and shit. And let's do it. At this um, point. I, I, uh, so I met this girl and at first I was just like, Oh yeah, she's just some stripper, blah, blah, blah. And then I started liking her, and then I knocked her up. And uh, I was like, fuck, I guess I'm having another kid or whatever. But she wanted to get an abortion, so she gets the abortion. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, fuck. Because, uh, like, you know, I wanted to have – I wanted to give my son, a, like, a little brother. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a good dad. From another mother. That and, he'll yeah. never meet. Yeah. Well, but he'll yeah. know he exists. Like, he no, can, they no, can no, be, no. They can be Facebook friends. It'll be a Netflix, Netflix <laughs> no, docs I'll, in 20 I'll, years. I'll bring, uh, I'll bring both of them to SHOT Show in Nevada. They can see their old man get arrested. You yeah. know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> but uh, – no, I, uh, so she got an abortion and I'm like, I'm like, uh, I was like, well, you know, before she did it, I was like, well, you know, you're, you're, I literally said what you said. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, your, your biological clock is ticking. You're 28 and you're, it's going to be soon. You're not gonna be able to have kids. And she's like, well, I never want to have kids. Fast forward three years. I'm in fucking Scottsdale with laser and daddy juiced. We're getting all fucked up partying. And she calls me and she's like, Hey, I want to have your kids now. <laughs> and I was like, Holy shit! What happened? Did you turn thirty and realize that your time's running out? And she was—it was that was pretty much it. Dude. Yeah. And so you guys fucked, and and uh, she got pregnant. Uh, no, 
I, I mean, we, yeah, we fucked, but I, I, she didn't get pregnant again. I'm not, I, dude, she aborted my kid and we're not together anymore. I'm not going to knock her up. Were you pissed about that abortion or were you a part dude, of it? What, what if she, what if that was all a ruse just to have another abortion? Yeah. Maybe that's her thing. Maybe that's the only way she Like she sends you a selfie with the receipt. Faggot. <laughs> 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 How funny would that be? Dude, that would I mean, be it's the, fucked up, but that's still kind of funny. That would be top tier female manipulation right there. Hey, I killed your kid again. Again. Yeah. And yeah, oh, well, by the way, here's a video of me masturbating. It's the only yeah. way I can get off for real. <laughs> she's, she's dressed up like fucking head to toe Casey Anthony the whole time. Oh, good God. Boy, dude. dude. Uh, I mean, but dude, yeah, if she got pregnant again, I'd, I'd be cool. I don't really care either way, but. Is she still stripping? What do you think, dude? Yes, yes. The answer is yes. Not, no, she retired. <laughs> there is an age where you gotta hang up. You gotta hang up the, the six-inch heels. No, She's, you just moved to Ohio. Yeah, because <laughs> the strippers there are fucking retired from another oh, state, you dude. I mean? There are a lot of sea scars there yeah. in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of sea scars. Well, you know, there. there's I, BYOB I, joints there too, where you show up with a cooler and you're just like, oh god. I think that uh, you know as. Much of a blanket statement as this sounds, with maybe potentially some exceptions in there. I think that once a stripper, always a stripper, dude. I agree. I, I've, I've, I've probably fucked maybe close to 100 strippers in my life. I lost my virginity to a black stripper in the back of her car when I was 18. What kind of car? Uh, it was a white, like, <sighs> Dan, you always put me on the spot. It was a fucking, maybe a Volkswagen? Mm, okay. I, it wasn't, no, but it was beat up. A Jetta? Was, and so was she, by the way. So was she. So oh, yeah. Was I, oh, I beat it, it up. It was dude. beat up, and so was she. Um, yeah. Before you got there. But, but yeah, you, you don't think after you, as well. you can ever change a stripper? <laughs> you don't think you can, get, you can pull her off the stage and change her? No, 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 no. I tried. Yeah, everybody's it's, tried. It's, yeah, I, right. Well, I, look, I, dude, half of our I, audience listening has tried, I guarantee Look at you. Cardi B. She's still doing the same shit. She's uh, just rich now. No, yeah. no, no, no. So did you hear? They got fucking Christian. No, they they she's they just got divorced. They're getting divorced right now, and she's like, "I'm fucking out of here" or whatever. Same sitch where he accused her of cheating and and blah blah blah. And I was like, "You can't change a stripper." No, I'm I'm with you, dude. Like he tried to to change a stripper. You can't change a fucking stripper, dude. I think overall in life, you can't. People can't change who they are. They can only kind of control themselves or not. Like me, don't control yourself. Yeah, I think you can change. I don't think it not can. you. Are you being no, serious? Not yes, no. I think a, really I do? think a person can change. So you, uh, th- it's very easy actually. Like the the execution of it can be difficult. It can be painful at times. But uh, I should call her. You no, <laughs> definitely not. You 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 draw you you draw a fucking outline of the kind of human being you want to be, right? And then you write you 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 think about what how would this person act right? So you think think about it from this perspective. I want to be fucking Barry Bonds when I grow okay. up. Okay. So I'm gonna take steroids, um, <laughs> or whatever. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do all the work required to be a great at whatever that profession is. And he's my aspiration, right? You do we do that with heroes all the time. Okay. Just in society right. now, we've chosen our heroes incorrectly. Our heroes are fucking retards. Yo, they're total pieces of shit. But we used to model ourselves after people like. It was all fake, but John Wayne, right? Like, John Wayne was not, no, nothing about him was the real. He was a fucking draft dodger piece of shit, right? He dodged the draft? Yeah. I mean, he was 30 at the time, but a lot of people were 30 and went to fucking war. My grandpa was older than that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, there are these archetypes for what a good person is. The way that you change yourself is like, well, what would, it's like, what would Jesus do, right? But what would, what would fucking John Wayne do in this situation? 
he would say, uh, hello, pilgrim. Yeah. And then dodge the draft. Is this a dagger I see before yeah. me? Yeah. I'm not going to Nam. But people um, don't, people aren't going to do it. No. I'm just saying it is possible, right? I just love how you're you're having a serious conversation with a, a moment. Gear Bear's got this look in his eyes where he's listening, and his first thought was, "Yeah, man, I should call that fucking stripper, dude." You inspired what, what? me. No, Dan was not going anywhere near that conversation. Dude, no, I, no. I can you, I can change her, dude. What about an OnlyFans girl? Can you change her? No, once someone makes the conscious decision to sell themselves for money, can you rehabilitate that into a normal person again? So okay. I, that's a genuine question. Uh, and I've got a genuine answer for it. My, it would have been no, mm. but then you and I just from, you know, the show and, and proxy of it have met multiple OnlyFans models who are doing it with their husbands and they're only fucking their husbands on there. And truthfully, because we, we've saw well, them, yeah, we saw them like a, a year apart, two years apart in some of these instances. They're happy as shit. Yeah, they're rich as yeah. fuck, and they're in a relationship um, that's loving. It's just weird to me that you know thousands of dudes around the world are just jacking off right. to, to their wives. So I think the OnlyFans, if it stays in in the home, is fine. If you start to go outside the home, that's when it gets fucked up. Strippers. That's a whole nother world right. because the money is instant and it's cash. Yeah. There's something about it being online where you have to wait for it, where you're just kind of like, eh. Yeah, but only OnlyFans is basically just DoorDash for pussy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For digital yeah. puss. Right? Digi- you're never yeah. going to get the actual puss. Speaking of that, um, that turd that spent 62 grand on that one woman in a month. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, he was on Kirill's podcast. Yeah, I, I did. I saw a clip yeah. of it, and uh, and he said, "Yeah, I got the money. So what the fuck do you care?" I mean, fair enough, I guess. Maybe buy some real estate or something, but yeah, or like go fucking Saudi prince style and buy women on a yacht, put them on a yacht, it and just, just rotate women out of I there. Agree. Why are you spending sixty? If you can afford sixty-two grand a month on one girl, and you say you're doing that's not even the highest amount you spent on a girl yep. in a month, then you clearly have the money. To, to get uh, these travelers, uh-huh. these professional travelers on Instagram, these women who have no talent except for having a nice ass, yeah. right? And, and smash over. them on a fucking yacht. Why are you not doing that? I, that's what I, I think he's guess. got a weird dick. That's I think he's got a weird little dick. Yeah. There's something wrong with him. What, he Bob? He allegedly has 4,000 Bitcoin. 4,000 Bitcoin. So 4,000 times 48,000. <laughs> what is that? What's the final number um, there? That, like 80 million. Uh, Holy shit, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A thousand times super, a thousand is a million. He's a yeah, he's a super rich Bitcoin guy. But I mean, your like point though, one hundred ninety-two million. The the point remains the same Fuck. though. I mean, the guy's just doing. It just doesn't really add. It doesn't make any sense unless he's got some sort of like weird like financial. You ever heard of like uh, financial domination? When these women, yeah, pay pigs. Oh, pay pigs. Oh, is that what's yeah, called? Yeah, yeah, you need yourself a pay pig. A dude is going to pay for your shit. Yeah, and it, yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> Get yourself a little fucking pay pig, Gary. Maybe Bear. that's what that guy is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, a little uh, yeah. pay pig to pay your child support. Yeah, to pay your child support. How much? What's that run you a month? I can't talk numbers, man. Three grand, probably? No, 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 no. Okay. No. Less than that? That's probably yeah. like Okay, so all right, let's just say that it's less than that. That's fine. You could easily get a pay pig um, if, you, uh, if you wanted to, to pay under that. It, it, like, I thought it was something crazy there. No. But yeah, because Dan and I knew somebody that uh, this dude bought her entire fucking house for her. And uh, yeah, on her OnlyFans, she had it rigged up. So all the rooms were rigged up, and he would just watch her all day long. So like, if she took a shower, if she took a shit, she made breakfast. If she made, uh, if she worked out, if she was on the Peloton, if she was in the garage, like 
The entire thing was filmed all day long. The, the only way I would do that it. is if there was like a talk down microphone what on one of those cameras. Yeah. Hey. Where I could be like, Show hey, see that butthole. Yeah. And let me see that Duke. Before you flush it, let's see that Duke. Yeah. Can you grab the camera off the wall, pull it off that sconce and take it over there? Let me see those turds. It looks like you beached that dump. I want to see that beach dump, dude. That looks like it, half it's laying on the porcelain. Let me see that beach dump. Dude, I know a girl that had a sugar daddy, and they wrote up a contract that he would pay her. It was like a job, and she ended, he ended up uh, like buying her a house. And once the it was a contract for a couple of years, once it was over, she never talked to him again. She had the house, and now she Airbnbs it, and she's like rich. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, what, I, what? I don't. I just don't get that. I don't. I never have understood the sugar daddy thing. I got, my wife. I like, well, it's my sex- wife says it's jealousy. So she says, uh, "I'll pitch this to you guys." She said, "Dudes are jealous of that because women are the only ones that can do that." And I, oh, well, I don't that's know. not I, true though, dude. I have a bunch of different bitches paying for my shit all the time. But how much? N- not you're right. Not on that. Not at that yeah, level. Yeah, that's saying, that, that's because there's way less rich women. Yes, women primarily become rich through divorce. Mm-hmm. Let's be real about that, right? There's athletes and musicians and and the occasional actress or or very rarely a business person, right? right? Very rarely, but most women make their wealth through fucking divorce. Did you have you ever dated anybody wealthy, uh, female wise, from from mm-hmm. her job and not a divorce or something like that? Yeah, she killed herself last year too. Really, this, this year actually. Uh, what was it over? Do you mind me asking? Oh, uh, she was just always a sad girl, you know. Stress. Uh, oh no, there's okay. no stress. It was all in her head. I, oh, my, gotcha. my opinion. I'm, okay, I, yeah, but you should have helped her change. No, man. I tried to help speed up the process. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. that was years ago. That's yeah, the only way that yeah. Dan can get off. But no, she she was a <laughs> she was a very successful writer and oh, okay. extremely oh. extremely wealthy. So why are, why are writers always depressed? Introspection. The more you think about what's going on, the fucking worse it gets, bud. Yeah. Because you're not supposed to be thinking about shit, you're supposed to be doing shit. Yep. That's true. The There's de- a lot of truth. I don't hand sure. is the devil's dangling, mm-hmm. buddy. Yeah. That's the way yeah. it works. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, as far as the why a dude would do it, why a dude would be a fucking sugar daddy, it's because uh, there's a preternatural urge for men to take care of women and it becomes sexualized in the absence of a fucking wholesome version of it. Right? Okay. That's it. Gotcha. Okay. And, and then for, on like on my side, I dated a, a lawyer once and a doctor once, um, very, very, very briefly because they have no life. And, and even though they have a great job and money and all that stuff, they're not there. They don't have time to go date and all that kind of no, stuff. No, dude. Okay. I'd say, and I told this story once, but the, the doctor, we never made it through a full dinner, and she would just put like two or $300 on the table and be like, hey, I got, I got called in. And it, the beeper was on the table. And you know, it was just right, like, hey, right. we, I got to fucking go. And you're just sitting there, and you're like, oh, shit. And part of you is like, damn, this is what it's like for, for women, and, yeah. and it's not fun. Uh, but I, that was only two people ever. I mean, there's just not a lot. I mean, dude, at the end of the day, you know, Honestly, I don't have a problem with people with women doing OnlyFans or stripping or sugar daddy. Do what you want, but Dan's right about like our whole fucking culture is fucked mm. basically because none of this is actually conducive to anybody really being like fulfilled or satisfied or, or happy, which is a fleeting feeling in and of itself. We're well, not providing a product either. So OnlyFans and strippers are corn syrup, right? A lot of calories, no nutrition. I'm serious. There's a lot of calories and no nutrition. It's satisfying an urge, but that urge was designed to compel men to do things, to build society, right. to be with women, right. like to demonstrate your value so women will fucking accept you. That was the whole point. And that's why now I, you can just pay for it and no exchange of services actually happens. So it's right? all sugar and no, no meat and potatoes. No protein, yeah. You're right, right, right. Yeah. Well, and that's fine, right? Like, dude, that it's one. One, it's fine if you choose to do that. Do whatever the fuck you want. You're not going to be happy. 
right? And it's also fine if you choose to dabble from time to time. It's okay to have dessert sometimes, right? Right. right. Uh, but if you only eat cake, you're going to be a fat retard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it'll, it'll, dude, okay, so I used to go to fucking, check this out. Ross, you'll get a kick out of this. What do you got there? Planet Fitness? I've got an Seriously. industry black card to red yellow rose and uh oh fuck bear cabaret right? is it is yellow rose still open here yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no shit yeah yeah that's um, an old school strip club dude uh, you know Austin the you know the, the billboard of yellow rose with the tits like this yep that was that girl on there was one of my exes no way yeah congratulations yeah, yeah. thanks thank you yeah it means a lot uh and um, that, did you feel like you made it when you drove your friends into the city and you were like there's my girlfriend like, hey. hey mom i fuck her we yeah. made it. <laughs> I did the same thing when I drove by that Meineke sign because I fucked that dude. Yeah, he sure did. Sure did. He fucked right in the parking the, lot yep. of the original Meineke. Yep. The guy put in a, a new muffler and Dan boned him. I what? Didn't, I didn't have any cash. You didn't have any cash on him. You, know? hey, so. hey, you got to pay the piper, bro. Thanks for the muffler, dude. Yeah, thanks for the muffler. <laughs> Bend over. Bend over now. Um, uh, you're, I know you're a bottom. I'll, I'll give you what you need. Well, I don't even know why I brought that up. I had a, I had a point. I forgot what it was. Something about indulging. Oh, no, no. You've oh, gotta... I used to just go to the strip club, like, quite literally almost every day for probably a year and a half. Like, I would eat there and shit, right? And, uh, That's I, depressing. I st- yeah, but I was getting laid a lot, and I was banging a lot of strippers. But the problem is that over time, it really started affecting... It, it got depressing, yeah. yes. Yeah. And it started making my view of women become, like... Transactional. Sur- surreally transactional, mm. and I started becoming, like actually misogynistic not just like fucking around and joking Mm -hmm. around and whatever but i was just like i started thinking about women as like like not even having a soul or existing because a lot of those transactional things there's no there's no like emotion or anything involved so like when i was watching and i wasn't spending any money at these places it was mostly from me seeing how they were dealing with other guys and how they have multiple boyfriends and sugar daddies and all that shit and i was just like Good God, dude. Yeah. And, and somehow I managed to position myself as one of these guys that would just kind of like bang strippers occasionally and not really spend any money on them. But it, and, and, I, and I thought that was cool at first. And then I was like, oh, dude, I'm really I'm just as much of a fucking idiot as the rest of these guys anyways, because I'm I'm not spending money, but I'm spending what is finite, which is my fucking time mm. yeah. and my energy. Because sometimes if you actually do what you love and want to do uh, like shit, I love Little Caesars. I didn't okay. want to work there because I don't want to. I wanted to enjoy the pizza the rest of my life. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to know what goes on behind the scenes there, so I never did it. But for you, you got to see it on a daily basis. Yeah, and it, 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 you know when uh, when when a kid smokes a cigarette and their dad finds him and makes him smoke the whole pack. Mm-hmm. I sort of did that to myself with strip clubs, and, and then, I don't go anymore at all. Oh, so you're done with that now? Yeah, I mean, I keep the. Uh, keep the card in case you have to go back just in case what kind of benefits does that get you you always keep one pack of cigarettes right in in your center console you sure do yes yeah i really do yeah um we we know you two carry uh, a piece of shit bro hey big big surprise right big surprise shocking uh what does that card get you it's like free cover or something but like dude i know i know all the people there so like i just walk in the back door i don't even go to the front anymore they don't give a fuck yeah they're cool the red rose is the best strip club in all of austin i love that place yeah good times Used to. Used to. Because you could take the strippers off the stage there. Dude, I... Yeah. yeah go ahead and I, tell, I you can go ahead and tell people. Dude, one time, so uh, I had an ex there, and I had uh, this girl that I went to Mexico with, and uh, they kind of didn't know about each other at all, like that I was banging them. And then, uh, so I went, I showed up at Red Rose to s- say hi to this girl, and I'm in there like hanging out, having a beer. And I'm talking to her, and she, and she, she, as we're talking, she's like, hey, look, and points this way. 
And I looked over and I was like, what, what? And it's the other chick that I went to Mexico with. And I was like, fuck. And so she's like, hi. And so uh, I'm like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, nothing. She's like, hey, let me talk to you real quick. They both go to the bathroom. They're like telling each other what's going on, basically. And I'm just sitting there outside on the, on the patio smoking a cigarette like... I am fucked. Yeah. I'm fucked. But you stay to see what happens. Oh, for sure. For, well, like, and I had I had this director from Hollywood in town, and we were shooting a documentary on Sunset Strip, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I want to show this guy what it's like, you know. So I fucking hung in the pocket there, dude. It was way worse than I ever could have thought. It wasn't just them two that came out. It was fucking four strippers, all fucking basically naked, and then one chick with one civilian with clothes, and they're all just standing around me, screaming in my face like you're a piece of shit, yeah. just screaming at me. And I'm just smoking a cigarette, cool as a cucumber. And I'm like, I, I flick my cigarette off, and I'm like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool, fuck you. And just walked away. Did you tip him? Um, no. No. I would have no. tipped him, probably. Yeah, I probably would have thrown him a 20. Just, yeah, that would have been classic. It would have been pretty times. funny. Just like pull out a couple of 20s and throw it on the ground and walk away. A handful of egg rolls. Um, Dude, do you guys remember that girl that covered herself in horse shit on 6th Street? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so funny enough, after that whole thing happened, I ended up at these afters with that poop girl. Yeah. And uh, my buddy said that uh, I went into her van, the back of her van with her, and did uh, like a massive gator tail of cocaine off of a giant fucking like machete. Okay. Oh, that's and, sweet. So she's cool then. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's so, totally cool. So what the fuck? Where's she at? Yeah, where's she uh, at? Let's hang out with her. I mean, you may, I can hit her up. Dude, I interviewed her. Dan's single. I interviewed her the that's, day. I don't want that, but I want to fucking party. Well, that's <laughs> true. Well, dude, I ended up interviewing her actually. After that happened, I was with uh, the poop girl. Yeah, I was yeah. with I was, uh, Stringer or who was it? Was it Alex Stringer? Yeah, yeah it was with Alex Stringer. Yeah. Uh, we hit her up and she's like, "Yeah, we'll do an interview." So I, I I talked to her and she was like, "Yeah, I was completely sober except for I had hit a joint one time." Turns out my buddy Frank, one of the door guys from the comedy uh, the comedy store in L.A. Yep, he was in town and he had let her hit a joint and she's like really sensitive to THC, I guess. So she got super high and did that and then she basically said that she was ro- laying. Uh, like kneeling on the ground covering herself in horse shit to protest some black guy being arrested. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, she sense. was trying to make herself look like him or what? Yeah. <laughs> that's the cheapest that's the cheapest form of blackface. Wow. That's, that's what the I would have said. Cheapest form of blackface. You don't that's have to That's what pay I would have said and then then it would have probably we never would have hung out. Mm-hmm. I never no, would have done that gator tail. Ever. You know what I mean? She's actually a total sweetheart, dude. She just obviously <laughs> Got a couple screws loose. I'm not. I'm not sure she's going to react well to my super racist joke though. after rolling in shit to protest racism. Well, it's comedy. It's comedy. Yeah, we'll see. Comedy. We'll let her. We'll show her black. Uh, black Santa. Blanta. Did you have sex with her? I don't. I don't remember. Okay. So you did. Um, my no, question is I, this: I don't, I don't How do I you did. get the image of her covered in horse shit out of your mind to in, in, insert yourself inside of her? Dude, I mean, how I, do I, you? No, get... I, I'm. I'm actually being serious. I. I. My. My buddy Nick was the one that told me. That I was doing lines off of a machete. I don't remember any of this. Yeah, no, I was and, it's, and it's fine, but that's one of those images you can't really shake. Sure, you can. You think so? Oh yeah. A girl covered in, in horse shit, and you're able to get off. I mean, I've taken girls covered in blood and dealt okay. with that. Huh? I, I guess so. period blood. No, no, no. And Just they, you know, blender accident. They were deceased. Yeah, as well. So, that dude, you ever you ever <laughs> eat a girl out on her period? No. No, but I do have uh, anemia, so I probably should. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, iron, dog. I don't really like spinach that much, to be honest. <laughs> I've eaten, I've eat, if I really like a girl or I love her, I'll, I'll eat a pussy with some, with some blood coming out. I'll of just it. eat her ass at that point. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah that, that's. Yeah. yeah. 
There's other ways. Uh, I've definitely, think- I've definitely got some period blood on my face before, and uh, and then you know, went after I came, I went and looked in the mirror in the bathroom, and I was like, "What have you become?" Yeah. <laughs> it's called Red Wings, bud, <laughs> and you've never changed. No, dude, something's wrong with me, man. You think you get married, dude? I used to kind of want to, and 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 have a family. Well, you're not Legit. doing yourself I'm, any favors sitting here shirtless talking no, about all this shit. Well, sure I said good. used to, Dan. I've given up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to, anytime, if I find out you're dating somebody, they're getting clips of all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> We're I, sending in the entire show. This one's on YouTube, too. This yeah, one, this yeah, one yeah. isn't on Patreon. Yeah, so yeah. Well, it probably forever. won't be on YouTube long, to be <laughs> yeah. Again, Gary Faust, the.scary.gary on Instagram. Follow there you me. go. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And if you're out there looking for a husband, not the guy, to hit up at, at Gary Faust on Instagram. I'm actually a good guy. Uh-huh. Okay, you uh-huh. don't believe that? No. I mean, it was, there was a girl that came on stage that night. And she was like, "Oh yeah, he's one of the best guys I know." Um, and then she said, "I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's a fucking piece of shit." And and it's who you are, Gare. Yeah, but she doesn't do drugs. That's true. That girl. That's true. So yeah. So uh, who who is she to judge anybody? Well, we were but... in the back room doing drugs. Yeah. 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 You know she was, were... she's cool about. You know who brought all the good coke? My ex girlfriend, the stripper. <laughs> She she was on oh. that brought all that shit. Oh, you okay. brought some yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, okay. uh, Holloway might have had some there. Yeah, she yeah, hers are good too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> credit where credit's due. Exactly, <laughs> dude. So cheers to you, Gare Bear. Uh, now's the point in the show. We get to the drinking bro of the week, which is someone who has inspired you or helped you become the person you are today. Who's the worst person in uh, in the world? Are we saying is it Manson or I'm kidding? Who is Dahmer? <laughs> is it Dahmer that inspired you? Oh man, who who inspired me or who's influenced me? Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Holy shit, dude. Um, well, I got to be careful because if I say somebody that's a good person, it's going to make them look really bad. Ah, eh, not really. You could say Martin Luther King or something. Well, I mean, somebody that's alive. <laughs> <laughs> that can be dead too. I mean, dude, my biggest influence in my life was for sure uh, Jim Morrison. 100%. Really? Hell yeah. Was it before or after the movie came out? Uh, well, that came out, I think, before I was even born. That was 90, what time of year that movie come out? Like, 91? Uh, I was born in 93. It's Val oh, Kilmer, oh, right? It's Val Kilmer, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, he killed it in that. No, I just, uh, growing up, dude, my dad had this, like, shitty Grand Prix, and it had four CDs in it. We had, uh, Zeppelin fucking, Led Zeppelin, uh, Early Days and Later Days. Okay. So he had five. And then he had, uh, The Doors' Greatest Hits, Nirvana's Greatest Hits, and Chili Peppers' Greatest Hits. So I just listened to all that music, and I just loved uh, uh, Morrison's voice. I just liked the way that he sounded, so I read all these books about him and shit. And then I used to have, like, long-ass hair and everything, dude. So you were I, like, going for Morrison. I tried to Morrison. emulate him. Yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. This is the end. How, how do you know? Beautiful friends. I'm, I'm, I turned 31 in less than a month. Congratulations. So yes. he was, uh, he was a 27 guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I outlasted that pussy. <laughs> sure yeah, but did. there's another one coming up. 33 is another one. So That's, is that? Yeah, Jesus Christ. Jesus. <laughs> Chris Farley was 33. Yeah. Um, Our Lord and Savior. And we made was it Joplin 27 How? or 33? Joplin 27. was 27. Uh, Farley 27. and Belushi. I think we're both. Yeah, Belushi. Oh, yeah. shit. Uh, Jesus was 33. Yeah. I don't think you're outliving Jesus. Well, I mean, Jesus was doing a lot of K as well. <laughs> yeah, sure was. He was. He was. In, he was in a <laughs> lot of K holes, yeah. dude. <laughs> dude, what, what was? What was? What do you think Jesus really was doing? Drug wise, um, I don't think Jesus was doing anything, probably, but uh, except for drinking wine, which was pretty common. But the wine guy, um, yeah. Paul, our, uh, John the Revelator, <laughs> the guy John the Revelator who wrote the Gospel John, First, Second, Third John, and Revelation. 
the rumor is that because he got exiled to an island called Patmos, and it was well known for having psilocybin mushrooms. Oh, there, okay. Right? So all that crazy stuff he wrote in Revolution, a lot of people think that he was high on mushrooms when he wrote that, which would make sense, right? Um, yeah. So John was probably on the shrooms in his later days. I don't think Jesus was actually getting fucked up. Yeah, so we who don't, knows, right? But we don't know. We weren't there. Right. We don't. We, like, I don't want to rule anything out because we weren't there either. I don't want to steal so. valor from Jesus. I sure don't. Because <laughs> if he was, like, if partying, he was partying, yeah, maybe he was on the low. And we, I, didn't we, know. we should do that. We should throw a Jesus themed party. It's the Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. We'll say like, "Hey, fucking be a good person, take care of people." Yep. Now let's fucking party. Yeah. Free, no bread, free, no bre- fish, steaks, and cocaine, motherfucker. Yeah. We're improving, and, right? And free wine, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, as much wine as you can drink. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll do hearty F. What yeah. if? Steaks and what cocaine. if? Uh, what if Jesus was inadvertently ingesting drugs, kind of like the Salem witch trials? Because you know that that was uh, like bad corn or mm. whatever, right? Maybe. Uh, un- unclear on that. I don't know that there's any evidence to even suggest that that would have been the case. I've never well, even, I've G- even Jesus didn't story. prophesy all that much. He, taught, he spoke in parables and stuff, but he wasn't making a lot of... Pre- it wasn't like John the Revelator or making, Isaiah or somebody like that that were making like grandiose, grandiose. Uh, 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 prophecies and shit. Right. Okay, yeah. well. He was a pretty reasonable dude. Yeah, go home and think about it, Gare. You know? Yeah, no, that's what I'm going to be thinking about. Because you speak in haikus a lot when we're out, and it's just mm-hmm. like, all right, cool, man. Yeah, I hate having to fucking do math. I've started traveling with an abacus mm-hmm. to count five, seven, five, five, five seven, five, seven, five. five. So yeah. it's really annoying, man. I mean, you understand how a haiku works. I don't yeah. need to tell a guy. And an abacus you. is bulky. Sure yeah. is. It's cumbersome. Yeah. No, it, is. it really is. Not you're a fan. Right. No. It's, uh, you're not wrong. Tough to carry around when you're in a restaurant. You yeah. Know what I'm well, I've got a pocket abacus now. Yeah. It's just a little tiny one, little tiny beads on it. Yeah, I don't even think Gary knows what an abacus is. No, it's the thing with the fucking uh, what'd you say beads? Yeah, there you beads go. On it. Yeah, <laughs> there you go, Gare Bear. No, I know what an abacus is. I'm, uh, you know, I'm I'm an educated man. No, I know. Where, where, where what college you go to? UT. Oh, you did? Yeah, I went to UT. Austin. Did you graduate? Journalism. Yeah. No shit. Um, and I actually got an English degree from from uh, a city college prior, uh, out in California. But um, dude, college is a fucking scam. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, like a hundred percent. Are you gonna are you launching into a bit here? What's going on? No, I just fucking do a tight five on university system. <laughs> look, everybody. I, look, okay, so UT touts themselves as one of the top J schools in the world, right? Yeah. And all that happened when I went to school there was it was a lot of, um, and this is for the journalism department, and it, I did have a couple good teachers there. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of it was just like hey, you can't say this in a certain way because it makes black people look bad, or you can't show this statistic because it'll make the gay community look this way, or you can't do this because it makes white people look like this. Like, it was a lot of like controlling speech and vitriol and stuff like that where um, they, they did they, they, lying by omission, a lot of lying by omission. But uh, it, was, it was basically they were trying to train you and program you and socialize you on how to portray the news in the way that the, that fits the liberal narrative, and I I just really did not respect it at all, and it and that's why I think it was a it was a fucking scam. I mean, I think college is a scam unless you're in STEM. To you be should totally go honest. take a shit on the fucking campus somewhere. Yeah, just start hiding right in front of the journalism. School. Just start hiding poos over there. Uh huh. I mean, I learned some stuff for sure. I learned how or like, shit CNN and oh, then MSNBC well, and then dude, Fox and think, turds though. Think about this. The fuck they have a fucking building there named they did I don't they might have changed the name now but they had a fucking building named after William Randolph Hearst the guy that fucking created yellow journalism like how am I supposed to respect an institution whose buildings are named after fucking con artists It's true man you know uh, look uh, start start the fucking revolution there 
You know what I'm saying? Who, would you, who do you want to name a building after? Who's somebody, who's somebody that really, uh, you think a Morrison building's good for you? No, 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 no. I mean, he, he's, he's like an entertainer. So I don't think we should be naming buildings after entertainers, personally. Um, maybe we just shouldn't be naming buildings after anybody, and we should name buildings, like, after... Tall. Uh, di- <laughs> what building is that? Oh, that's tall. That's tall. Yep. That's medium That's tall. wide. Yep. Take a, take a left at small and then head back to tall over there. That's where I'll be, dude. <laughs> well, maybe we should just name the buildings after... Uh, Meet me at wide. Uh, yeah. Different, <laughs> different uh, disciplines. Of whatever, you know, jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No gi. Oh, hey, go to that no gi building, dude, or go to the gi building. Well, I'm just saying Very that way there would never be any issues with people in the future saying that person was a piece of shit. Yada yada yada. Name just name them after different sciences or some shit. I don't fucking know. I like it, dude. And if you're at home right now and you want to take uh, advice from a real big piece of shit. You got a full hour and a half of it today. Yeah. Gary, we appreciate you being here. Tell everybody where they can find you on, on social media. Uh, on YouTube, it's just Gary Faust. And on Instagram, it's the.scary.gary. And that's where you can find uh, just a bunch of like podcast clips and other generally just uh, gonzo journalism style insane things. Hey, two other people for, for the, the, in, the, the drinking bro of the week. Of the week. Go ahead. John McAfee. I. He was the one of the first people I ever did a podcast with. We became friends, and then he d- g- killed himself or whatever. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, I would say Hunter S. Thompson as well. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, yeah, but that's where all my journalism and podcast stuff is. It's mostly on Instagram. That's what I try to focus on. Hunter Thompson's school of journalism would be pretty nice. That would be nice because yeah. it would just be a fucking four year long party. Yeah, yeah, or Hunter S. Biden would be fun too because that guy <laughs> fucking parties as well. I don't know what his middle name is. I don't either, but it should be S. Now yeah. that now that uh, Hunter Shitbag Biden. Yeah, dude. I mean, that guy. Jesus Christ. He makes me look like a saint, dude. I know, he sure does. He sure does, dude. Did you see the the, the tab he racked up on Prosties? 800,000. Yeah, dude. 800K on Prosties. Fun guy to hang with. Appreciate you being here. Go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star, and you can walk away at that point. For Danthony and Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone.